What's up, guys? Lucas Still with Optimum Athletes. I'm here with Grant Holman, uh, junior at Cal University of Berkeley. Um, so Grant's been training with us now for three months. Three months, yeah, more. About, or less. about three months. Uh, I want to brag about you a little bit. So Grant's a top 100 prospect going into this year, uh, getting ready for the draft. Uh, so he already has kind of the tools that it takes to perform at the highest level uh, and get in draft interest. So obviously. The fastball wasn't a huge concern for you going into this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, you've already had a lot of success in the Pac-12. Uh, so kind of going into this offseason, the main focus for you was your curveball. Yeah, curveball and kind of all the off-speed in general. Um, splitter and the slider have progressed well. Um, but I think the, uh, the curveball, once I got to optimum, was the biggest pitch that I wanted to develop and um, right. kind of get over the hump. Because you had a pretty good summer with, uh, was it the San Diego? The, San Diego, the Jets in the San Diego, San Diego League. Uh, where you had, what was your stat line again? Uh, like eight innings, 15 Ks, something mm-hmm. like that. And you were saying that, you know, pretty much everything felt good. Obviously you performed really well. Yeah. Um, but just based on looking at your, your Rapso numbers of your initial bullpen, the curveball spin efficiency wasn't where we needed to be. The consistency playing off your fastball wasn't where we needed to be. So I just kind of want to dive into how we attacked that, which you did, the progression we've seen over the past couple of months. Cause it's gotten to a point now where it's, Almost one of your best pitches now. Yeah, yeah. So over the summer, um, the curveball just wasn't really an effective pitch. Like I threw a few bullpens before um, going out and actually playing games in the San Diego League, and the curveball just wasn't really an effective pitch. So I actually only threw fastball slider splitter over the summer. Really? And then, yeah. And then uh, once I got here, I know that in order to be a starter in the Pac-12 and to be the pitcher that I want to be, I'm going to need that fourth pitch, that that pitch that kind of goes 12 to 6, like a, like a good curveball does. Um, right. So, yeah, just kind of put a really big focus on developing that pitch and trying to turn it into what I want to, and I think a lot of the resources here have helped me do that. Yeah, I mean, just from our side, you know, I think you, being able to use the Rapsodo, um, being able to use the high frame rate camera and kind of a mix of regular feel, coach old school kind of type baseball of hey let's just you know mess around with these cues but then able to kind of back it up with oh we tried x y and z yeah and that resulted in you know a 40 percent spinach curveball instead of like 50 where we were or maybe it worked where yeah. now we're at 60 we're heading in the right direction to so lean more into that yeah absolutely um, being able to kind of track your progress along the way yeah so the rap soda for me is a really cool tool um just i mean the the human eye can only do so much right so i mean being able to see those numbers on every pitch and, you know, on different pitches, maybe I'll feel like, oh, that one came out. It felt like it popped a little bit out of my hand. And then to be able to look at the numbers and say, oh, it popped out of my hand, but because it came out that way, the spin efficiency was actually higher. So maybe right. it wasn't as good of a pitch, but the spin efficiency was higher. So that kind of helped me understand how I need to throw the ball. And that paired up with the high-speed camera, you know, just like, kind of the same thing with the human body like you can feel a pitch coming out a certain way but until you actually see it on that slow frame rate camera you don't know exactly what's happening with your body so to have that knowledge and be able to apply it to like developing pitches and getting them to where you want them to be I think it's a really cool tool and it's I mean yeah just kind of like you said my curveballs turned into a pitch that um, was like at best to get me over early in the count pitch to now I think it's going to be um, an effective pitch, you know, with two strikes, late in counts. 
definitely. Well, like you said, anytime that you're trying to change something, you're going, you know, throw a new pitch. Any, it doesn't have to be just baseball, but anything time you're doing something different, it's going to feel weird, right? Because mm -hmm. not what you're used to doing with your body. So if you're trying to do something new and if you're going to feel weird, it's like, oh, was that good or was that bad? I don't know. I've never felt this before. Yeah. So being able to kind of go back to a rap soda or whatever and like be able to verify like, oh, that was good or it wasn't. Uh, you know, we see this a lot with uh, fastball spin efficiency where guys are trying to take the cut out of their fastball and they might throw one to, you know, their glove side and their initial thought is, oh, I cut that. But they'll look at their episode and be like, wait a second, I didn't cut that. I just threw it over there. That's just the location it yeah. was. So kind of similar with your curveball, like sometimes it'll pop out of your hand, you'll throw it too high, but the metrics were good. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, now I need to know that feeling. I just got to be able to start it in a different spot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's also been a huge thing. Just again, taking out the guesswork. Mm -hmm. uh, but then kind of going back to the old school thing, I know that one thing that Ryan just kind of threw out there during one of your bullpens recently was, have you ever tried to spike it? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty mind-blowing, honestly. Because the biggest thing for me was trying to get the feel of getting the curveball and getting the, the middle finger and the index finger really out in front of it. And I think um, going to the spike, I don't want to flip off the camera, so I'm not going <laughs> to show the grip, but going to the spike really helped me feel um, getting over the top of the ball and getting that spin that I needed to get. And um, what I found actually after doing that was with the help of the Rapsodo and the slow motion camera was after throwing the spike for about a week, week and a half, it got me to have the confidence in the feel of getting to the front of the ball enough where I could go back to throwing it with two fingers mm -hmm. on, the, on the top of the ball or on the, on the horseshoe and still have that spin efficiency that I got with the spike. Mm -hmm. But because I have the extra finger on it again now, the spin efficiency or the uh, spin rate is a lot higher, which makes it, you know, have a sharper break. Nastier. Yeah, yeah. So again, like the Rapsodo and the high-speed camera have just helped it develop and combining the, the technology with like the human feel and trusting the body and how it works has gotten it to be you know, one of my better pitches now. So I think it's been, it's been a cool process definitely to see yeah. it unfold. I think another thing is, you know, obviously being a guy that's played baseball at a very high level, and I think this is true for a lot of guys that come in here, you're so used to having success on whatever you do, whether it's a bullpen, a game, you know, just throwing, playing catch in general, that mm -hmm. there might be that kind of hesitancy of trying something new and the fact of like, oh, what if I throw a ball at the top of the net? What if I spike it? And I think it's something that you've been able to embrace, I've been trying to tell a lot of guys too, is like, hey, at 6.30 at Optimum Athletes, if you throw three curveballs in the dirt, you're not going to lose your scholarship. Yeah. You're not going to not get drafted. Like, yeah. It's okay to try something new, a spike, something that you're not you know, used to. And I think when you were talking about popping out, I think that's when you were throwing the spike a lot, you felt it was yeah. kind of popping out, but yeah. you, the numbers are way better. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's a feel I need. Now I can go back to my actual grip. Um, but being able to kind of fully embody, like, hey, it's okay if I suck for two or three bullpens. I can, yeah. I'm not afraid to try something new and it to fail. You have to kind of be able to try these different things, see what works, and then like you said, the spike cleaned up the efficiency, but it wasn't that nasty pitch because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't spinning the way you wanted it to. Yeah. So now being able to kind of take that spin efficiency, that feel, and going back to your regular grip. Um, so it's overall the willingness to kind of stray away from what you're used to, mm -hmm. test this, and then take what you like from it, leave what you don't, come back to what you like to apply that, and all of a sudden, I mean, I think your first bullpen here, you were like 40 to 50% spin efficiency yeah. on, yeah. Your, on your curveball, and we slowly started going up and up and up, and I think you've been up to, what, 90 now? Yeah, 90. Which is elite levels uh, yeah yeah getting close to negative 20 inches have you had negative 20 inches yet on a curve 18 negative 18 inches so when your fastball is holding you know 17 or 18 then you're getting negative 18 in your curveball that's basically a three foot difference which is 
pretty tough to pretty tough to hit. Yeah, deploy. yeah. Kind of going back to what you said about um, like just like the low stakes of the development process here. Right. I mean, obviously you want to get better and you want to work on the things you want to work on, but um, yeah, you know, if you're throwing a bullpen at 6:30 on a Wednesday at Optimum Athletes, um, like there's nobody's gonna care if you spike your curveball. Like it's just about working on what you need to work on and trusting your process. And I honestly think that's kind of one of the bright spots that's came out of this um, crappy situation that we've all been put into in this fall <laughs> and you know the last almost year now, honestly. Um, but just being able to prioritize development over results, I think has really introduced me to a whole nother aspect of my game that I didn't really get to tap into before because there was always coaches there watching, there was always scouts mm -hmm. there watching, and yeah. it's just not something that I've been able to really focus on. And I think having all this time to really just focus on the things that I personally need to do better and that I can improve on in my game on the mound and at the plate has been it's honestly been really helpful and oh, yeah, the plate, your obviously too. obviously I can't wait to get back to campus but at the same time I'm grateful for the time that I've had here to develop my game and work on the things that I've been able to work on yeah I mean like you said whenever you're in a game that's not the time that you're going to improve your spin rate or improve mm -hmm. your spin efficiency. Like you got to go get the guy out. Yeah. You're not thinking you're, you got to have success now. So being able to kind of take a step away and get out of a game situation, get into a, a setting where you're able to fail. Obviously no one's trying to fail, but able to mess around with different things and it doesn't, it's not detrimental if you fail yeah. while trying that um, has drastically improved your curveball. And I mean, you've had, it's not that we're trying to fail, but like you've had, you know, bullpens for scouts or whatever were and those bullpens we're trying to get after we're trying to like make those pitches yeah. but then you know earlier in the week we're doing the developmental type bullpens where we're, we're messing around with things so it's kind of the mixture of both and then hopefully now we're gonna get into some live IBs here pretty soon I guess you to test facing some hitters and testing Absolutely. some toys but I mean you're looking good uh, on the mound right now and I think that's about it you got any final thoughts on on your curveball or developing any tips for kids at home uh just trust the process you know I think you get set a lot but um, at the end of the day, the effort that you put in will determine how you develop as a player, and you know you just got to give it your all. If you don't, if you're gonna get out of it, whatever you put into it. So, 100%. Um, yeah, don't okay. believe what the haters say. Just believe in yourself. And um, are your haters your motivators? To an extent, yes, <laughs> I would say. Um, but yeah, just. Uh, my goal as a ball player and as a person in life is to fulfill my potential and be the best that I can be. So wherever that may take me, you know, if that takes me to the end of college ball, so be it. If it takes me to single A, double A, triple A, whatever it may be, like I'll be content with that. But um, yeah, that's just my goal. My goal is to be the best player that I can be and that's all I can really ask for myself. So it's yeah, a good goal. Well, Grant, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Good luck this year. Yeah. Looking forward to watching you show. Absolutely. Me too. Thank you.